Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The World Series is going to start this weekend. It's not too far away. The Houston Astros are representing the American League up against the Philadelphia Phillies from the National League. Joining us to talk about this and give us some predictions and and, and some context for this matchup is the author of Astro Ball, one of the great sports Sports books uh, about the Houston Astros and how they turn that franchise around. Also, the host of the Edge podcast as well, Ben Ryder. G'day, Ben. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good to chat, man. Good to chat. Are you uh, are you fizzing? Are you fizzing for this for this World Series? I mean, <laughs> you're the man that a few years ago predicted the, the rise of the Astros, and and here they are again. Uh, their fourth World Series in the last six years. It's remarkable, really, that over the last six years, as you say, they'll have been in the World Series more often than they haven't, right? I mean, this is not how modern baseball is supposed to go, right? The Astros are essentially as close to a dynasty, even though they've only won one World Series. uh, They're as close to a dynasty as you're likely to see in Major League Baseball in this era. And in fact, this was the design uh, that I wrote about, wrote about uh, eight years ago at this point, when they were the worst team uh, in 50 years in baseball. The idea was to build a team that could get into the postseason tournament again and again and again, uh, have those rolls of the dice. And uh, if you get in enough times, you'll come away winning uh, a few they're about to take their shot at winning their second in the last six years against the Philadelphia Phillies. How the how's the American baseball public feel about the Astros given the controversy of the last couple of years? Right. Well, the controversy you're referring to, of course, is that that one championship they won in 2017 was clouded by the fact that they were cheating. Right. They were mm. stealing the signs of the opposing pitchers. Uh, So essentially, the hitters knew what type of pitches uh, they were going to hit. Uh, This was arguably the biggest baseball uh, scandal in modern history. It certainly tainted that championship. uh, And everybody who's not in Houston still views the Astros as cheaters. You know, even though when you look at this roster compared to that one, there's only three hitters left on the team from 2017 uh, and two pitchers. So uh, it's really a, a turned over roster. Um, and the fact that they've been able to sustain this winning while, you know, going through that many changes is pretty remarkable. Must have been a lot of neutral baseball fans very torn when they were going head to head with the evil empire in the uh, American League <laughs> pennant game. Yeah, well, actually, you, you'd think so, right? Most of the baseball public. Uh, tends to root for whoever is playing the Yankees, playing against the Yankees, if they're not Yankees fans themselves. 
Uh, however, you know, in this case, uh, everybody was rooting for the Yankees, it seemed like, in part because they were playing the Astros, and in part because the Astros have had the Yankees number in the playoffs year after year after year, although perhaps never uh, to such a degree of domination as this year when they beat them four games to none, swept them away as if they were nothing. Yeah, well, they, I mean, that's the thing. They did. They absolutely swept the Yankees and in such a pivotal series, not just in, you know, a, a regular season series. Um, what does that say? Because, I mean, once again, the Yankees probably have the most expensive roster running around in the league, maybe outside of the Dodgers. Right. No, they absolutely uh, destroyed them, really. And I think it speaks to the Astros' strength. First of all, the pitching uh, is extraordinary. They have the best pitching staff of the American League. Of course, their ace, their number one is Justin Verlander, who is one of those five holdovers from the 2017 championship. But the pitching staff is just incredibly deep. Um, you know, the Astros really have no flaws if you look at their roster overall. But if you had to pick a strength, it would certainly be that deep pitching staff. Uh, and that's really what the Phillies are going to have to contend with. Uh, if they're able to hit some home runs and the Phillies do have some real sluggers, you know, guys like Bryce Harper, Kyle Schwarber, who led the National League in home runs, uh, Nick Castellanos, Reese Hoskins. If they can run into a bunch of home runs against the Astros, then this might be a different story. But that seems unlikely the way the Phillies, have been, uh, the way the Astros, I should say, have been pitching. Yeah, they've been pitching very well. They're, they're certainly um, yeah, going to look like they should win. Uh, the World Series, especially with you know the way they swept the Yankees, their regular season, what 106 wins in the in the regular season, the second most winning team uh, in the regular season. On the flip side, I mean the Phillies, it's kind of a bit of a fairy tale, isn't it? I mean uh, the last team to qualify for postseason uh, fired a manager during the season, yet here we are talking about them in the World Series. Yeah, it's it's an amazing story. You know, it's it's worth noting that in any season in the history of Major League Baseball before this one, the Phillies would not even have made the playoffs, right? This is the first year of the expanded playoff structure in which six teams from each league make it. The Phillies were the sixth in the National League, um, and they've run all the way here to the World Series. But, you know, one thing I think your listeners have to understand if they're not overly familiar with baseball is that, you know, the playoffs aren't really designed to crown the best team, right? They're designed to be entertaining and, of course, to emerge with the champion. But in baseball, any team can beat any other team in a short series, in a best-of-five series, in a best-of-seven series. It's very randomizing. I mean, you look at the regular season. The Astros were 106 wins against 56 losses. The Phillies were 87 wins against 75 losses. That's a big difference. But you have to realize that means the Astros only win as good as they are. They only win 65% of their games. Uh, that means that, you know, w when you shrink that long season down to a few hotly contested games, um, they could lose th four of seven pretty easily. Yeah, oh, they could. They could. And I mean, you talked about the hitting of Bryce Harper. I mean, they broke the bank for him when they signed him for the Nationals a few years ago. Um, and it hasn't, well, I was going to say he hasn't really delivered, but it hasn't really uh, made an impact for the Phillies in terms of penance and things like that. We've we finally seen that move pay off. We have. And look, he personally um, has been excellent, right? Like as a Philly, this has been a really good free agent signing. Bryce Harper, of course, one of the fam most famous baseball players in the world. And they paid him like it. They gave him a 13 year contract for three hundred and thirty million dollars. Uh, 
pretty good if you're Bryce Harper. But uh, unusually these days, the Phillies have actually done really well with these big free agent signings. Like a lot of times teams resort to, you know, trying to spend a lot on a free agent as almost a desperation move. The Astros have built their team the other way. They've developed young players through the minor leagues and kept them in the long term by and large. And they have not spent big on too many free agents. Uh, for the Phillies, it's more than just Bryce Harper. It's Kyle Schwarber. They signed for a four-year $80 million contract. It's Zach Wheeler, the pitcher, five years, $118 million. Nick Castellanos, five years, $100 million. They have spent big on free agents. This has not been typically the way that teams have built winners, actually, but it's certainly working out for the Phillies. It is working out for the Phillies. I mean, it's worked pretty well for the Astros. Is there anybody else in American baseball or Major League Baseball looking, I guess, at what the Astros have done? I know the Astros took the the, the Oakland Athletics Moneyball model and kind of tweaked it. Is anybody else looking to do the same that you're noticing? <laughs> Everybody will do the same thing. <laughs> there's more than one. There's every single team, you know, even with the Astros being the villains of the league for the reasons we discussed, uh, they are at the same time the model franchise as far as to how to build a major league team, how to sustain a winning major league team. Uh, this is what I wrote about in my book, Astro Ball, which came out in 2018, four years ago, and it remains to be true. The way that they have you know, replacement player after replacement player after replacement player coming up through their minor league system, replenishing the major league roster uh, has, has maybe never been done before, really, at least not in the modern era of baseball. So, yes, there's many, many teams who are trying to do the Astros have done. But uh, it's hard to point to another one. Uh, maybe the Dodgers, uh, who whose luck ran out in the playoffs this year, uh, who have had a similar success with it. Yeah, I mean the the Dodgers story was an interesting one. Hundred and eleven wins in regular season, and and then and then lose to the Padres the way they did. Uh, I would imagine, given the way that uh, sport is, uh, somebody at the Dodgers has already lost their job. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, how 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 are the other teams? Uh, you know, the other big teams. You know, I mean the Red Sox finished bottom of their division. Uh, the Dodgers. M- had that season but then lost at the first hurdle. I mean, how are they reacting to what's going on at the moment and what changes do you think we'll see ahead of next season? I mean, it's kind of what I was saying before, right? I actually don't think a team like the Dodgers will will make any big sweeping changes based on, you know, a short playoff series loss. Like, that's just not the way. If you're on the right track, if you're building a team that, you know, wins the most games in the regular season every year or close to it, and, you know, gets a bit unlucky in a playoff series and the season's over, that does not mean you should blow it up and start from scratch. All you, What you're really trying to do is what the Astros have done, which is get in that postseason tournament as many times as you can, year after year. And then, you know, one Major League Baseball executive called it a coin toss competition in the playoffs, right? Like, you go through this long regular season, you win all these games— And then, you know, when the trophy is to be decided, it basically comes down to a bunch of coin tosses. And if you have heads, you hope heads comes up more than tails. That is the structure of baseball right now, for better or for worse. Uh, One of the big names in baseball, Ben, is, of course, Aaron Judge. 62 homers this season, which is an American League record. He is set to become a free agent. Um, I mean... The the great story uh, from a from a sports point of view, and I imagine from your point of view would would be how great would it be if the Red Sox managed to somehow tempt him to Boston, uh, given given that <laughs> uh, that uh, uh, rivalry. But where do you think we're going to see Judge playing his baseball next year? Is it still going to be in the pinstripes? 
Yeah, the odds are that he'll he'll return to the Yankees. I think, you know, they had a chance to sign him to a long-term contract. They were in negotiations before this past season. They couldn't get it done. And then all he did was produce what is, by many measures, the many measures, the greatest offensive season for a hitter ever. Right. So his price has certainly gone up. The Yankees are probably kicking themselves at this point. Uh, he is looking at one of the largest, if not the largest contracts in the history of the sport. There are only a few teams that can offer him that financially. The Red Sox are one. A lot of people think that the San Francisco Giants will be a player for this. And the fact that he is from uh, Northern California, where they play. Of course, the Mets, the Crosstown Mets, would be equally painful for the Yankees as the Red Sox. The Mets owner, Steve Cohen, is the wealthiest owner uh, in baseball, so he could also pay basically whatever he wants. Um, I would say that the odds are that he's going to return to the Yankees, Aaron Judge, but it is not a certainty. And that's a scary thought indeed for the Yankees because, look, like as much money as they spent – Without his season this year, they might not have even been a playoff team. That's how influential and powerful and productive Aaron Judge was. Mm, yeah, it's an intro. Oh, look, I'm looking forward to seeing how that ends up. Hey, Ben, thanks very much for coming on and having a chat. I know you're a busy man, and uh, it's only going to get busier uh, as the weekend approaches and the World Series approaches. Thanks very much for your time, and enjoy that World Series. Anytime. Thank you. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91